Welcome to Live with Domery podcast here at Domery Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes from around the world that stories that will inspire you to keep you reaching for your dreams every single day. Today's guest is Claudia Maria, the fabulous fashion model and representative of Clarins Skincare line. Stay tuned to hear about her incredible life and how she lives a positive outlook, being a model, living in Paris, and living the dream. We are now recording live on Spotify and Apple, and I am just so honored that you are here with us today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you. I'm very honored that you wanted to ask me to come on to your show, to your podcast. I'm very excited about it. You know, this is a very interesting medium that we can actually do this, right? Right. We can communicate not only with each other, but the entire world, if we so choose. (laughs) It's a fantastic way to be able to be in Paris in California at the same time. I know. Imagine that. Who could have thought that we could be in two places at one time? Right? It's such an incredible gift that we can do this and see each other and communicate and talk and share passions and tell our amazing stories, which you have an incredible, fabulous story. You know, it's funny because sometimes I have to stop and think to myself, wow, I can't believe, you know, how the world turns, how all the pieces of the puzzles all of a sudden come together. First of all, I wanted to make sure, can you see me well enough because I can make it a little bit brighter or less? Um, I can see you great, but you can make it a little bit brighter. That way our guests can see you a little bit brighter. Oops, sorry. Is it too much? No, that's perfect. I love it. I love it. And I love your hair. It's just so gorgeous. It's work in progress, my lighting. I love it. Amazing. All right. Well, first of all, you are the gorgeous face of Claren Skincare Line. Well, I've been, you know, Nutri-Lumiere is my specialty, which is, I love the name on itself because it's nutrition but light, Lumiere, which Mm. I think that we women are the light that is so much needed. So the product is about enhancing the light, but it is us who bring the light from within. So I say to all the women out there, shine on. We need more light than ever. Ah, I love that. Oh my God. No wonder why you're the spokesperson in the gorgeous face of this Lumiere skincare line. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Okay, so your track record is long. You have been featured in L. You have been uh, your fencing career. And I love the commercial that you have for Claren where you're actually, you're fencing. And you pull off your hat and you're just so glamorous. And it just shows that you can do anything in life. Well, you know, I'm a living proof of that. Because I started the sport super late in my life. I was in my 40s. I had just had my twins. I was, I think, 43, 44. Uh, my twins were toddlers and just looking for something to do. 
And I had known that my father had been a fencer. My father died when I was eight, so I oh, never had this discussion sorry. with him. But I had seen his mask and his blade, his uh, sword, and it was something always in the back of my mind. Well, that's interesting. What's that about? So when this opportunity appeared in front of me, I first did a belly dancing class, oh. you know, when I was looking for something to do. I thought it was fun, but never as fun as having a blade in your hand and actually fighting. Because that's what it is. It's a sport that you actually have a physical contact with another person. It's a very visceral sport, but it's also very mental. And it challenges you in ways you never could imagine. And a person like myself who had never done anything competitive, I started in a se September. And I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico at the time. I started in September, and my first competition was on in December. So only three months. Wow. And I remember that day so well because it, it, I had no idea how I was going to behave in this kind of stress because it is stressful, a competition. Well, you have a knife in your hand or a sword. Well, I apologize. Not, it's that so much is at play. And the one thing about the sport, like any sport, is that you feel a certain power, but, it, but you don't have any control of the situation. Everything is out of your control, so you have to maintain that very fine line between uh, harnessing that energy but not letting your adrenaline take over your space completely because you need to have focus and that is a metaphor for life because i will tell you one thing don marie life is a war and you need to be on that battleground every day and most of you who are watching this know this more than ever okay? exactly I sit here having fun you know talking about beauty because let me tell you us us women a lot about us is our beauty but the beauty that we have youth and beauty are huge players in our lives but we need to harness that throughout our lives because it's not just when we were young okay the world has changed in many ways and we have to apply those changes to ourselves. Exactly. And I love that you said it's not just when we're young. Mm -hmm. We are still beautiful from, you know, a baby to, to 10 year old to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 to 70, 80, 90. We are still in this vessel of our life moving forward with grace and beauty, but also strength and the challenge to do whatever life throws at us. Right. And the fact that you said yeah. you had to find something in your life and you chose fencing. Oh my gosh, I've never done it. Now I want to do it. That's incredible. You should do it. You should do it. And I encourage because a lot of people that I've met, the community of fencers, veteran fencers especially because I, you know, but I fence with, and this is fun because you get to fence with people all ages. And, you know, most of my game is with men because most clubs are comprised of men so you have to work yourself to that you have mm -hmm. to be at the same level pretty much and as but the idea that you do something outside the box because yeah. when i became when i turned 40 one thing i knew is that for you to feel your life is relevant and you need to do something that is difficult that you're not accustomed to doing and you're not sure about it because the moment that you feel that uncertainty to be outside the box, yeah. that is when you grow. When everything is nice and sweet and comfortable, 
there's no growth going on. But, you know, this is what the challenge is. When somebody says to me, oh, you know, uh, are you okay with doing that? I go, okay, yeah. Why? <laughs> because it's going to be difficult. I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter if I don't do it well. Uh, that goes for competition too. But one of the things is that first competition determined so much of my future and who I am today. Because Amazing. after that day, all I could say is like, when are we going to do this again? I <laughs> love that. And I love your passion and inspiration behind all of it. And it's so true because if you live in the comfort of that comfort zone of that box, your life is going to stay status quo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you decide to fracture that box and move forward in life and challenge yourself, all of a sudden, life's opportunities just start to pile in and they just yeah. keep coming. And it's up to you to be aware of those opportunities and move forward in life. And that's what you did. Yeah, that's what I did. And I've had, you know, a lot of trials and tribulations like everyone else. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I went through a tremendous divorce. I'm sorry. Um, a divorce that, that were, was, uh, it was straddled in two continents and it mm. took four years. Oh. Or as a, four years. Okay. And uh, that one thing, this one element, the fencing, a lot of the techniques and the kind of process that you go through. The, the mind, right? in your mind mm -hmm. had a tremendous impact in how I lived those four years because what you need to have is a strategy that gives you every day the space to live it because when you're going through a very difficult situation your life cannot be about this whole difficult situation yeah you have to find the space the core of your soul to live in to enjoy the day and say wow you know what I'm having a wonderful day yeah, it, I'm going through something terrible. But I, you're still I, I, experiencing. I got, I got served, yeah. Served, uh, you know, like law papers, like a lawsuit, 15 times. How many people get served 15 times? I don't know. I've yeah. never been served. <laughs> I, was served 15, I was, you know, in such terms with a guy to serve the documents that I was almost inviting him for a cup of coffee. Like, oh, you know, serve the man, have a cup of coffee now. But what I'm saying is that when you have this kind of terrible pressure you need to find space and and be able to stay in the moment because when you have to take care of a problem you take care of that problem but then you put it inside that little box wrap it up with a nice little ribbon and put it aside so that problem is compartmentalized and then you have the space to be in that moment and fencing teaches to be to be in the moment that's it i'm signing up for fencing today you're there I, I'm totally going to find a way to find a fencing club and sign up today because I actually think that will also help me with my, my multiple sclerosis, as you are aware of. Yes. And yes. I'm always trying to find things to retrain my brain and mm -hmm. get my body moving and live with the disease as well. So I'm, I'm going after that. I mean, I, and when I, I come visit you in Paris... <laughs> when I come visit you in Paris, hopefully yes. soon, um, I'm going to be like, let's go fencing. That's going to be not? amazing. All right. So I have so many incredible questions to ask you because you are just a pure light of inspiration for all women around the world. You, you just told us about your tragedy in life, but you didn't let it bring you down. 
You told us about, you know, you being served. You didn't let it bring you down. You found your way through a gift of fencing, but a gift of beauty, which lies within you, yourself, your pure passion that I can feel coming through this screen right now as we're talking. You are just radiant and you truly are a gift to all of us in our 40s, 50s, and 60s, you know, getting to that point in life where we're like, okay, what am I going to do? Well, our life is not over. This is the best time of our life, and you've proven it. Yeah, I know. I have to tell you, for me, I would never go back in time because right now, the way I feel, I'm 58. I know the ad says I'm 60. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Why did they do that, by the way? What's that? Why did they say you were 60 and when you're 58? Because the product is more, you know, the idea of the product is 60 years. So I get I'm, it. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm going, it's totally fine. And, but what I'm saying is today, the kind of, the one thing that my grandmother said to me when I was young, my grandmother said, I wish that I was your age with the migraine that I have now. She ah. was like, 80 when she said that to me and I said wow that's an interesting thought that you have your brain that's mature but your body's still young like you and I and a lot of the women today because we have this opportunity today okay we are living in that eclipse that's what I call an eclipse because we still have the vitality of youth yes we still have our good looks about us <laughs> yeah. but we have maturity okay so it's an eclipse I'm going to do that eclipse and I'm going to make it last as long as I can. I don't know about you, but I am going to ride this wave as far as it's going to take me. I love that. I love that. And I like that you're calling it an eclipse. And, and, and it's just such a strong metaphor and mindset. And you're right. We have so much knowledge in our I'm 54 and I have more knowledge today and I'm doing more things today with my life than I ever did in my 20s, 30s, and 40s. And yeah. living with a disease that is like battling me every day, like fencing. You're in battle, right. but what are you going to do? You're going to continue to move forward in life. And that's when the world opens up and magic begins. But you know, I want to share this with you and your audience that we need to be very conscious of the fact that we live in the first world where we have that opportunity mm -hmm. okay because there's a lot of women and most women in the world do not have the kind of opportunities that we have okay yes and we need to be very conscious of that because i hear a lot of people saying oh well you know we do whatever we can but we cannot forget the women that are all over the world women and girls that will never have the opportunity that we have. And we have to find a way to bring them to the forefront of progress so they can enjoy a vital life themselves. But it is something that we need to be conscious that, yes, we make progress, but because we live in the first world. You're right. And we need to find a way to get that spread throughout the world as a world challenge. And yeah, get absolutely. women all together. And I'm gonna, we're gonna talk after this, 
and we're going to find a way to get this done and be heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in. If anything, Count- I, let me tell you, I, the older I get, I say to myself, you know what? I have less to lose in my life. All the things that I wanted to do that I said, well, maybe I should do that because I'm self-conscious about it, that maybe I'm going to rough some people's feather. It's okay to rough feathers. I've got nothing to lose at this point and Mm -hmm. everything to gain. Exactly. And I love that you just said that. I have nothing to lose at this point, but everything to gain. So let's ruffle some feathers. Let's ruffle. And let's take it from Paris to California, and we're going to go viral with this about bringing this to the forefront. So between the two of us, we can get this done. And every other woman that wants to join in. Between the two of us and millions of women out there, that we need to find a way to bring that lumiere. Yes. Okay, because who needs to be in forefront of what happens in this world is us. Exactly. We need to be the world of this world. We need to take the reins. I have to tell you. Love you. You are fabulous. I love you. Love you. Okay. So I need to know, let's get to the, like the, the interview questions, but then we're going to go back to being, you know, just the two of us have conversations. Um, okay. You've, you've done it all. You've lived it all. You're ready to challenge the world. You're ready to bring it to the forefront. How did you get started into modeling? To, for our viewers, and how did you find your way back to where you are today? So I know you were born in over in, overseas still, but um, Brazil. So, okay, Love where did you go from us. from Brazil to where yes. you are today? Okay, so I was born in Brazil in Rio de Janeiro, and I first came to live in the United States when I was twelve. With my mom, she mm-hmm. married a Brazilian man who lived in the United States in Philadelphia, and I lived there for about three years. And I went back to Brazil until I was from 15 to almost 18. And then when I was when I was about 20 years old, I was working in this uh, Brazilian oil company in Texas. Ooh. And there was a coworker that was to tell me all the time, "You should be modeling. You should be modeling. You're this. You're that." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." So one day I checked out this modeling school in Houston. Well, it was Mayor Hill's School of Modeling, hmm, probably there. And I started doing these classes. And most of the people, they just paid the money. They didn't really model. But anyway, soon enough, I started doing real modeling jobs. And not long, long after that, I quit my job at the company that I worked for. And probably I did that for a few months. And then a scout from Paris had me sent over to Paris. So Ooh. first day that I crossed... Just, you know, the Champs-Élysées. And I saw the Champs-Élysées. I will never forget that day because that day, when I crossed, I said, doesn't matter what happened, what happens in my life, I'm not leaving this place anytime soon. Okay. Ah. So I applied myself to learn French. I had spoke no French at all. In a couple of months, I was speaking French. And I managed to you know, start working for all these designers. And I did, I had an, I had an agent called Glamour at the time. And I did a lot of fashion shows. I mean, I found myself at the Pierre Cardin, like on my first week. Okay. I'm just living gloriously through you right now. Keep going. It was so fun. You have no idea. You know, to be a model 
in the 80s, it was unbelievable. Ah. I make jokes. I say, well, during the dinosaur, you know, but there were no dinosaurs, believe me. Anyhow, it was way fun. It was a different world. It was a much more innocent world than it is today in many mm -hmm. ways, okay? Mm -hmm. But I had a blast. I had an amazing time. And then I, I, I worked in Japan. I also, I, I'm also American. So I had an agent in Chicago and I, you know, worked in Chicago and blah, blah, blah. I did all this traveling. And uh, so eventually I wound up in LA. So I did some car commercials. It was fabulous. And I met my husband. So I was sort of moving away from modeling then. I went and did other things. And I got married, moved to Santa Fe, had my twins, started fencing. And one day in Santa Fe, I see this amazing, stunning girl. She was actually busting the table at this very fancy restaurant. Mm -hmm. She looked like she was 15. And I was like, wow, she's a stunner. And then about two years later, I saw her again on my birthday, actually. She was like my birthday present. Oh. Okay. And, um, and I said to her, you know, do you model? And, of course, in Santa Fe, there was no fashion, nothing. And she goes, well, people tell me all the time and blah, blah, blah. We exchange numbers. Her name is Arizona Muse. She's Ooh. one of the top models in the world. And I got her career started, and I was her mother agent, so like a scout. So I put her in an agency, moving to, to Paris, to, you know, eventually her career took off. So I had this relationship with her agency. At the time, it was Next Model Management. She's with other agencies today, but at the time, it was Next. So when I was in uh, in Miami and uh, Ron at that agency, I would show pictures of uh, girls that I had mm -hmm. and show models. I go, here's this girl, you know, I think, you know, you might consider her. And by then my hair was already, I decided to go rogue with my hair. I'm like, I oh, love so it. I love it. And I stopped coloring my hair. And Ron said to me, well, you know, that girl's really cute, but you should be modeling. And I go, what? Modeling, me, how yes. I did that, it was fun, but so slowly, you know, I got into the idea, he put me on the agency, I got some pictures, and I went on my first job, I did this great job uh, for like a hotel, and I was playing like the, the, the uh, mother of the groom, and this whole thing, there was um, Iris Apple, you know, that woman with the big lash, she was there doing, you know, the, the pictures too. Yeah. Yeah, I have those glasses. There, I love them. It built. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love that. So cute. So it built the idea. It, I had to sell the idea of modeling to myself before I could sell myself to others, right? As and, well. and it's actually very difficult to model. Yeah, because, right. And not only that, too, because I saw myself when I was, you know, 21, 22, until also 30-something, when I was a model, I... I had a relationship with the camera of, and I knew what it looked like. I knew how, what I projected in the camera, right? Mm -hmm. So now when you fast forward and you're a lot older, you have to be um, kind to accept. You don't look like you were in your 21, and thank God, because that'd be really weird, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so you accept yourself and you sort of, you know, embrace that idea of you being older, being in front of the camera, mm -hmm. having fun with it, being yourself, and be able to project who you are. Exactly. That person you are now is not the same person you were before. No, you're so, you're uh, just you've you've 
you have wisdom, you have growth, you have years of experience, and now you're even more confident in your own self that that comes through the photograph. Well, and you know, that's how, but you, you kind of grow. This doesn't happen overnight. You no. sort of grow into that. Mm -hmm. And then every job that you go, it's like, wow, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I've got this, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and even, you know, obviously, starting to go back into the business of modeling is one thing, but actually landing a major campaign for one of the top cosmetic companies in the world, it was huge for me, okay? And let me tell you, I do not take that for granted, not even for a second, because yeah. I know what that represents. It okay? represents not, the world, and you are representing the entire, you know, you're not just representing the world. You are representing everything there is about the beauty of a woman, no matter what age, because the young women are still going to look up to you. I want to continue my modeling career. I want to start here, and I want to continue to grow. I don't want to stop when I'm 30. I don't want to stop when I'm 40. And you have proven that, and you have proven that with age comes success and right. you know growth and ability to still make a difference in the world and shine well the the one thing the point that you made about a younger person as opposed to uh talking about advertising yeah okay um Remember, the world we live in is an extraordinarily visual world. It is. Right? Which is the way we operate. We, we're beings that are very much geared towards a visual world. And um, the money that's spent on advertising, advertisers want to make most of their money. money because they want to be able to appeal in the most favorable way. Their to the mass that's market. The yes. Yeah. That's how this business works. So obviously they believe that having the most gorgeous, beautiful, young person is the best way. But if you think about it, if you want to monetize your money, who are the people that are buying beauty products? The moms. Of, of certain 30, 40, 50. And we're yeah. talking yeah. a price point here. Right? Yeah, and it is an expense. It's not, it's, it's an elite price point, but it is affordable. Right, and I'm a I'm a consumer as well. Mm -hmm. So if I see, I'm seeing honestly, I've seen because I I obviously <laughs> look at all this much more uh, deep with much more detail now. I see creams that are advertised for women my age, but they feature women who are like 25. Yes. So how does that correspond? It doesn't. It isn't realistic, right? No, because. because you can't turn back time. You can get a facelift, but you're going to look like you got one. <laughs> but the message in the advertisement world yes. is that you're you're trying, for example, I, uh, there's a brand that I love of clothing. It's called Babaha Bui. It's a French brand. It's very well known. It is kind of a little bit rock and roll for mm. women. My, I, that's how I like to dress women my age, a little bit more edgy. So it's really, I love that brand, this designer. I know her. I love her. Love it. But all of her advertising is exclusively with extremely young women. 
So I walked in there the other day and I was talking to the people who are in the store and they know Barbara, they know me, they go, and they know about the campaign. I said, listen, you guys have to talk to Barbara. I'm like, I want to be doing Barbara advertising. I should be on her ad. Why should I, I'm her consumer too. Why should I see only women who are barely 20 years of age in her ad? She doesn't sell to anybody 20 years of age, believe me. I love that you challenged that. I'm I love that you walked in there. I know. I'm and you, like, I should be in your ad. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for standing up for all of us. I talked to Barbara. Barbara should be getting me to do her ad. I love it. Give me her phone number and her email, and I will call her and tell her she you need to have that job. I love yeah, it. But you know, it's just it is my mission now to find a way to bring in not, not just me i know other amazing models like yourself and other women who are out there representing us yeah we are the buying power and we should have a say in this narrative so true thank you for being honest and for bringing that forth and for standing your ground ruffling those feathers and yeah. pointing it out because yeah it, it, and let's let's kind of really get to a point of this isn't a question. This is like a mark of what I see in the world okay. of fashion, products, skincare lines, youthfulness, and the 20-year-olds. Okay? Right? So everything is always fixed, touched up, moved, da-da-da-da-da. Right. That's not reality. No, and we the, are reality. All of the, the filters, like I see these models, I know them. They are re girls who are in the cover of Vogue magazine every day. They're spectacular. They're flawless, and they do these, um, you know, complete. Yeah, shoes. it's not really themselves. Like I want to see her. I want to see these girls the way they are. They're beautiful. I don't need to see a, a screen between us. You know, I get it. I get Let's it. Get real people. I get it. There have That's been makeup. Makeup is a great way to enhance, but to have all of this other stuff, the filters. You know, let's just be ourselves. Let's let go of all that stuff. I get that, and I and I love that. Um, on your Instagram page, you have snapshots. Then you have your professional photos of you working, and I love that you share that. And I've tried to do the same a little bit myself, where a photo shoot that I've done, yeah, it's been touched up. It's not, it doesn't show all of my lines. And then I have a snapshot that I took at the gym. And yeah, you see my crow's feet, you see my lines, you see the little wrinkles here and there. Do I do skincare line? Yes. Do I take ultimate, I take better care of my skin today than I ever did in my 20s, 30s, and 40s. Me too. But sunscreen, oh. it's all about sunscreen. I'm telling you, everybody, I tell everybody, got to get that sunscreen out, especially in California. It's so important. <laughs> yeah, so true. And uh, yeah, it's just the beauty world in itself. And this is why I wanted you on today, because you are breaking those barriers for all of us. Because we are all beautiful within our own selves. We are all beautiful within our own lives and how we live and what we bring forth to the world and 
when you said yes to this interview, I was like, oh my gosh, running around my house like a little girl. Like, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I can't wait for this interview. Because you are breaking those barriers and you are showing that through ruffling the feathers, going to the door and announcing, I want to be modeling your yeah. clothing. I want to be the face of this. When you start to challenge the world and it open the doors, so many amazing things come into your life. And that's not just modeling. That's life in general. Everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In every level. Every level. And I love that about you. So everyone listening, you've got to start following her. She is incredible. Claudia, you're just... I, I cannot wait to get to Paris. Please, please let me yeah, in when I bring my children there to study abroad. <laughs> yeah, your kids are coming. You need to come and see them. So I do. I miss Paris. I need to get back there. So, okay, beauty, physical culture, and tradition of beauty. How did that affect you? Which you, we've kind of already like gone over. Right. But I believe it affected you in a way to break those barriers, to ruffle those feathers. How did it affect you as a mother raising twin boys and showing them how powerful their mother is? It's funny because my kids get a little bit embarrassed. You know, they're like, uh, my son, during the pandemic, he took the plane from Heathrow Airport in London to where I was in Miami. And um, he said, it was so weird, mommy. I said, what's weird? You were all over the airport. It was so strange. I said, you didn't take a picture of my stuff at the airport? He said, no, I was running out of battery. I'm like, of course, right? He <laughs> says, <laughs> you're all over. Your video was all over Heathrow. It was so weird. You know, so they have they they're a little self conscious about it because you know it's it's like they 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 you know to them I'm not really cool. So you are okay. cool. I'm sorry, they boys. If you got to make the boys watch this because your mother is cool. Your mother is breaking <laughs> barriers. Lucas, Lucas must be watching. I don't know, Lucas, if you're hearing this. See, yeah, I'm getting. Um, yes, okay. mom is beyond cool mom is breaking the barriers down for every young girl that will eventually be our age groups in the 50s and 60s that still have beauty and life in our soul in our minds and we want to be heard and your mom is that voice for us. But anyway, they, they, they'll say, oh, that's cringy. That's their favorite word. I'm not sure kids use that. Oh, that's so cringy. <laughs> I love that. Cringy. But anyway, uh, one thing that you said, my grandmother, she passed away when she was like 94. Okay. Mm -hmm. And even in her last, you know, few years of her life, she would say, you know, I like to put my lipstick and get my hair done, have my nails done. She would have a, a new dress made for her when she had an occasion. And if you say the word party, she was there. Okay. Love that. And, and she said, you know what? It doesn't, it, just because I'm old doesn't mean that I don't want to look nice, that I don't want to be beautiful. She says, that I still want to feel that I'm beautiful. She was right. Yes. And, until the very end, that's how she lived. 
And I said, I you know that. what, bravo. I love that. And beauty isn't just here. Yeah, it's my Beauty beauty. is in your heart, in your Mm -hmm. soul, in the way you speak and announce people, in the way that you love and you give back. And Mm -hmm. that is what I'm saying. Like your boys think, oh my God, mom. But you are doing all of this, all of it, 100% of the package of pure beauty, not the skin, pure beauty. And this is why you're so successful and so laid back and so humble about what you do and what you love. And that comes through. And that's what the photographers see and the people that you work for. So that alone in itself is a graceful gift from the heavens above. Well, I'm always grateful every day because I live a very you know, very happy, peaceful life. So I'm very blessed and I never, never take it for granted for a second. So I'm blessed that my children are well. And so, but it's exciting to be able to share time and mm-hmm. to get to know one another. And uh, especially because right now we're all going through this the pandemic. This, I call it the storm. It's a storm. And we are going to weather the storm. We are. So we need to be, you know, uh, clear about every day mm-hmm. and live it even more with more intensity. Because sometimes, you know, we're going through the whole uh, the routine of our lives and we forget to enjoy the moment. Exactly. Correct? And this is a wake-up call for all of us to enjoy life, our moment, our family, and ourselves in our time here because we never know what's going to happen. And all of this downtime that we have is, mm-hmm. is a potentially a possibility to find inner growth. So yeah. this is what I think is important that we share that and that we support one another, not only as beings, but as women that mm-hmm. we are allowing each other to have to shine. And you know, if you shine, Don Marie, I shine even brighter. Aww. You see, is to share that. Yeah, I love life, that. Right? Right. So, and when I see, when I have my friends that something happening that is wonderful, that I'm happy for them, my whole model is your happiness is my joy. And a lot of times women forget that because in a world that is more a patriarchal Mm -hmm. world, sometimes we as women are placed as opponents because that's the kind of patriarchal world that we've been thrust upon that, you know, we're competing. That is very true. And there is competition. But there is. But we need to still have that support. And the passion to support each other. Right. It is paramount that we support one another. Absolutely. Right. So this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. When you shine, I shine even brighter. That is, that. we together can do a lot more than we individually can. Exactly. So that's my message. I love that. That's a beautiful message. And I love the phrase that when you shine, I shine more. And that's what we need to do with the world. When one person shines, 
don't bring them down for whatever they did in the past or what you don't like about them. Pick them up and shine more and keep moving forward with that gorgeous light of shining because that's where we'll heal. That's where yeah. we're going to continue to move forward. That's where the growth is. And that's what you continue to do. And I love that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's a community Thank of you us. For that. We need to enforce that. Yeah. Uh, in, in the competitive world of fencing, mm -hmm. the women fencing, the women in a little more, it, it's, it's different, I think. We have, it, it's a tremendous competition when you go to the world championship. I mean, we really, you know, like everybody wants to win. That's why you're there. You want to win. But having grace upon your loss, mm -hmm. to me, is a huge win. And you have to prepare for that, but it happens. You know, I, I was in Cairo last year for the World Championship, a privilege that... Cairo? Wow. Okay, let's, ta let's talk about that. So you're a woman fencing, and you're in Cairo. Huh? I, so let's talk about that. How did that feel? Because that's a totally different world. Yeah. So last year, the World Championship, the VET World Championship, took place in Cairo. All right. And my dear friends, who we go every year, we are in a different place in the world, and we get together. The U.S. champions, my dearest friends, and Christina, and uh, <laughs> I have Valerie. Valerie Ashford, I don't know if she's watching, but I love her so much. And uh, we always get together. We choose the hotels, the best hotels. We, we set up our whole, you know, we're going to fence. We're going to fight. And we may even fight against each other. Uh, each other there. It might happen that we meet. And when we're on the strip, let me tell you, we're there to win. But the community of women, the world, you know, fencing community, we are so grateful for one another because when we go to these championships, it is hard to get there. It's hard to train. There's so much that you need to do to be able to show up to these events. So every woman that are there to, to, to play, to, mm -hmm. to compete, they're precious to us. So we appreciate so much their presence. So no matter any kind of rivalry you have, there's that feeling of connection between us. I love that. So you, you, you learn to love your opponents and that nothing better than that. Uh, so I lost. That's I lost a perfect that. phrase. I have to tell you this little story because it was kind of funny. Okay. This, this like, I do things like spontaneously. When <laughs> I, it's just the way I am. So I, I, beat, I easily beat this woman on this initial, we call the pools. It's like a five, five uh, touch bout. I easily beat this woman from uh, Finland, I believe, or Denmark, I'm not sure. Anyway, and then on the direct elimination, she beats me, takes me out. I was so crushed. I wanted to go to the next, anyway, I was crushed. But I managed to get myself together and I went to the bazaar shopping in Cairo, spectacular. I had a beautiful evening dancing with the Japanese you know, uh, competitors, it was, a blast. So I forgot all about it. Still one of the best days of my life, though I lost, right? Mm -hmm. Next morning, she's having breakfast with her team. I come down, and her name was, I think it was, I forgot her name now. Jesus, that's so important. Anyway, we're going to call it uh, Barbara. I come down. I said, Barbara, you made me so unhappy yesterday. <laughs> but I still love you anyway, and I kissed her on the cheek. 
breakfast. I love she that. She just on her chair. But that's how I felt. Yes. Like, oh my God, you made me sound happy, but I, I still love you because here you are. Yes, because we have to rise and pick each other up. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's not everyone gets a medal in the world. That's not how That's it works. Right. You have you, to you can, know that. Right? But being there, being present, and, being there authentic, and being yourself. And that is what makes a person be wholesome in, and to be able to live life well. Exactly. You just have to stand up and be present and do your best. And that's all the world asks of you. Be your best. Take care of you. Love you and inspire through you. And let others inspire you through themselves. And that's what will continue to move our world forward in that positive light. And I love that you came down and you said after the match, like you had a beautiful day after, you learned from the match. I'm sure you're going to get her the next time and win. But you came down with beauty and grace and honor. And you said, you made me sad, but I love you. Yeah. And that, that is powerful. Because we don't have, I would honestly really have to say what I have seen in the world, starting Domri Healthy and Fit for awareness and picking each other up and living in the world itself as a female, as a mother, as a friend, as an author, everything that we are, as a model, as fencing and competition. When we continue to move forward in that spirit that you just presented to us, that's when we grow because we break those barriers of competition there will always be competition but when you accept it and you acknowledge it and you love it whether you win or you lose but i really don't believe in winning or losing i believe in the form of together because together you both made each other stronger and better so the one that, you know, became the winner of the match learned something from you of what maybe she saw in you and then that's what she used to win against the match. But then you saw the beauty within her and acknowledged it with grace and beauty and true spirit, which then she looked up to you and I know she did because you went up to her and said, you made me sad, but I love you and I honor you. And that within itself is the pure gift of supporting each other around the world. Yeah, no, this is, you know, it's not about win or lose, it's being there. Exactly. Standing up and being accounted for. And that's what we need to do right now more than ever. It is a very complex time. Mm -hmm. there, there is no script for what we live in. This is a spontaneous situation, reality that we are living yeah. in right now. Yeah, and unfortunately, okay. you just went into shutdown in Paris. You guys are yeah, in lockdown so again. Now, tonight, I cannot walk out my door. No. And I cannot walk out my door tomorrow unless I have some sort of document justifying that I'm going to the supermarket. 
uh, that's the only place I can go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to have to adapt. La last week or even this week, I was fencing with this group Olympic team that fences here at, outside of Paris. So I've been fortunate enough to even be able to fence because all the health clubs, everything else been closed. Wow. But now there will be nothing more because everything has shut down. But we need to support whatever it is that's needed for the Republic, right? Exactly. We need to support one another we need to do whatever it takes and we don't have the magic bullet no but it, it, it can still happen this magic bullet and it will but in the meantime we're gonna have to be used whatever means that we have which is this the connection of this magical gift we're using right now Instagram yeah. Facebook zoom yeah. you can support yeah. everybody that's going through a difficult time yeah just right. by ringing the little camera button and saying, how are you today? Yeah. How are you dealing with the epidemic of 2020? And right. you know what? I'm in lockdown now and I can't leave because if I do, I'm gonna get arrested. That's what you're dealing with right now in Paris. Right. And so you I'm know- I'm gonna get a fine, but yeah. I don't wanna get a fine. Yeah. In any case, what happens now is uh, we're living the day to day Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be doing more of these things live. And yes. I do my little cooking. I have a new recipe to share. I can't wait for that. I love your I cooking shows. Cream of artichoke soup. Oh, that sounds so good. So easy. It is a little ridiculous. Okay. But the <laughs> taste, my girlfriend, she was here last night. She, she actually thought it was like a it's, she said it's like a professional, it's like a professional chef soup. So it was a good compliment. I was pretty happy about it. So I'm going to make that soon. Stay I love that. I love that. So everybody that is watching, you need to go over to Claudia's Instagram page and follow Thank her you. cooking page because it's really fun. I love your kitchen. I love how you talk and you're like baking everything and putting it together and just you're you're bringing it alive for us and that is an amazing connection in itself because people that are in lockdown you can still share your light and your love in the world just by doing that and that's a powerful Absolutely. movement so we're not so lonely yeah we're not so lonely so powerful okay so what advice would you give to a woman of our age that really has not been inspired, that has gone through so many challenges in life from 20 to 50, let's say she's 52, 54, and she just feels like, I'm just gonna continue to sit on my couch because this is just the way it is. How would you inspire her today? You know, it's, it's hard because I do have, I know a few people that have had, that have been pretty down. So I, I try to, I think I would say that somewhere, somehow in every person's heart, there is a spark that needs to be lit, right? Right. So you have to find that little spark and from then, bring back the fire that all of us have within, right? And it may take really pushing yourself outside that comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? And it could be that you. everyone has a gift. Every single yes. being has a gift. 
We all do. Find a gift. Your gift may be uh, with uh, teaching others something, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe language, maybe history or cooking. So find your gift and then explore that idea. And that is, you have to get out of that comfort zone. Your couch is not your friend. Right? I love that you just said that because we all need to come out of that comfort zone. And I love that you just said that. And I love that you just said language. So let's take that one little key point that you just said. Someone sitting on a couch that feels like she doesn't have anything to offer to the world. You have so much to offer to the world. I need to learn how to speak French. There you go. DM me. And let's do some lessons back and forth. Yeah, she's taking now, she's taking advantage of all this that's going on to learn to speak French, mm -hmm. right? But very simple, but if you if you can teach, you say, wow, I, I don't speak French, but I speak English very well. I know there are people in other parts of the world that wants to learn to speak English. Maybe you can do a virtual teaching of English. Ooh. There are people that want to just be able to chat because they've done the grammar in school, but they don't have the pronunciation. Well, you could be a person that helps yeah. someone to learn to speak English. That is what the virtual world allows you to do. Yes. To get out of your couch and, and to be able to teach. To, to have interaction that is worthy of growth. I love right? that. Thank you. So I think that, you know, if I have to say for women who are uh, older, who feel, um, you know, what do I have going on? There is so much that you can do. And if, look, if you don't feel like you can actually get out and do volunteering for others, mm -hmm. right? Right. You can help someone else. How many yes. people need a hand? You know, I always think to myself, how would I see when I'm 80 years old and I still have good health? I think I would probably be living in the little fisherman's village, perhaps in Brazil. And I would be helping young moms with newborns. Oh, I, I love that. You know, I, I could have somebody helping me taking care of my house, so I won't have to do that because I'm so old, I'm not doing too much of that. But you know what? I could help a young couple or a young woman with a newborn. Had a baby and a newborn teacher about this and that and how to wash the baby, how to do this and that, put it to bed. I could do that very well. And a lot of women know how to do this, but they would never think, wow, that's a skill. That is a very important skill. That is the I number one skill of all women. And I love that, that you just said that. Important skill. I, when I had my twins, I had the blessing of having uh, someone like that help me through mm -hmm. the night. Okay. And that was so important to me. And I had no idea. I was already... 40 when I had my kids, so I had to learn everything. So that is a valuable skill that most people don't think that there's anything they can do with that. This is something that they can do. I love that. Thank but you. Get out of the box. And look, the people say, oh, I love animals. I love dogs. Well, then yeah. do something volunteer for that. Exactly. There's so much we can learn from each other. So find what you love and start teaching it. And you start small because, you know, I think a lot of people feel that sense of, uh, you know, hopes, they feel hopeless, that they don't have much going on, their circle is small, mm -hmm. they feel depressed. Start small, small yeah. bites, 
right? Right. So that you can graduate to bring the next yourself level. into communication and getting yourself out of the comfort zone. You got to get out of the comfort zone. And it's very difficult for so many people in the world because the comfort right. zone is comfort. It's like, you know, the holidays. It's comfort. It's the it's the cold weather. You want to stay in and you want to cuddle and you want to, you know, eat and be comfy. But the minute that you're forced with a challenge, and I'm challenging all of the women today, come out of your comfort zone. You are all amazing. You have so much to give us. Come out of your comfort zone teach us and bring awareness to the beauty and the love that you have to share. Well said. Bravo. Thank you. All right. So we've gone through like how to become what you are and why I love everything about you and the cooking and everything you're going through and the world of 2020. The world of 2020 has totally changed everybody's life. And I don't know what the percentage is, but I would really love to find out throughout the world how many people took advantage of 2020 for the positive. That's a good question. Because 2020 definitely was a difficult year for me, but 2020 was the best year for me because I had to come out and, you know, my second book came out. And I was like, what am I going to do? I created the podcast. I've been able to talk and touch with so many people around the world and share these life experiences with viewers, which I never would have done. I didn't know what a podcaster was. I didn't know how to do podcasting. Really? So it's fairly recent. I started my podcast in May. <laughs> in May. And I'm like, how do you become a podcaster? Okay, well, I came out of my comfort zone. I love to talk. I love to learn. So why not do it with the world? And right. I just started, everyone I followed, I DM'd. Do you want to come on? How do we learn from each other? What can I learn from you? How can I teach you something? How can you teach me something? So 2020 has been a year of growth for me. More so than 2019. 2019 was a really tough year on me for so many levels. But I came off that couch and created Live with Marie. So this is my challenge to all of you. Create something that you can change the world today. I love that. I love that. And whoever are my friends out there who are thinking about starting something new, consider what... Don Marie just said. It, it can be your year. It's not even over 2020. You can make it work. You can make it work. You can start writing your book. You can start teaching music. You can start doing classes on fencing. You yeah. can start cooking shows. You can start how to become a model. You've yeah, done it. You, you did it. So, you can so. start anything. This amazing magical tool of the world of this, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Zoom, no matter what it is, you can change somebody's life today and start a brand new reality for yourself. Mm -hmm. Bravo. Absolutely. 
So with all of that being said and all of the fabulous things that you have done in the world, what would be the one thing you have not done yet that you want to accomplish? Because you've accomplished. Your, your list is longer than I can stretch. So what would be that one thing? You know, I feel like I would like to do something that significant to help other women in the world. I don't know what that is. I ask, you know, the you know the, the power is to be to, to God. Yeah. To me because I I want to do something to help women because I see the suffering out there, and I want to be able to have some kind of effect even though i'm i you know i'm a powerless maybe one person but maybe you're not powerless I, you're not very powerful, powerful by myself but maybe find some way to unite us community okay? yeah and there's so much to do and i think that i like to dedicate some of my life to do that i love so, that that's, I love that. And you that call me. Whatever you need, call me. I, I will be right there to ambition. help you along. That's, that's an ambition. There you go. I love that. And I love that you want to help women because yeah. we all need the loving care of another woman. Yeah, no, we need to We need to pump up, you know, our team here. Exactly. And I love that because, you said team. You know, if we if we can connect and if we can use our powers to be able to change a few mm -hmm. things in this planet. It is not going to be just better for us. It'll be, be better, better for our generations, planet. our younger it, generation. It, we need a boost in humanity. We and so I think do. We are the catalyst of that boost. Yes. Thank you for saying that. That was perfect. Um, who do you most aspire in life? Hmm? Who do you most admire? I actually said aspire. Who do you most admire in life? Who do I admire in what, in what um, sort of uh, realm? It can be any that? realm. It could be an artist. It could be an author. It could be oh a, a model. It could be a spokesperson. It could be someone in, you know, politics. Who do you admire in life that you have always kind of admired, then it went to the back burner, then something changed in your life, and then it re-inspired you and you admire that person for everything they've done. You know, I, I, uh, I'm, there's so many people that I could think about, but I would say uh, a person who always maintained uh, a level of, of uh, authenticity mm -hmm. about herself, empathy towards others, and a, a real um, spontaneous person who is true to her values, I think Oprah Winfrey would be a person that I, I admire. I love that. She, yeah. She's a person who has, you know, I think she's affected people in an amazing way throughout the world. She has. And she's battled she so many things in life. Elevate women and people in general. And uh, she's a person I admire. And I, I, I really think a lot of her. And the other person that I love tremendously, and I had um, the privilege to spend uh, pretty much a day with her all the way through dinner. And I don't know if you know her, uh, Amy Goodman. 
I've heard the name, but I can't recall the face. She she uh, she has a a, um, a show called uh, Democracy Now. Okay. Okay. And uh, she is truly an inspiration, an amazing, humble person, incredibly capable. She's a journalist, and um, I had that privilege to and, sit with her. You know, to me, uh, that's one person I I truly admire, and I think she does tremendous work, truthful work that's relevant for humanity is Amy Goodman from Democracy Now. Wow. So while you're sitting at that dinner, I'm curious to know now, what was one comment she said that stays true in your memory? You know, I can't remember. Oh, I, it was such an amazing day because uh, it, it was something, it, the Democracy Now, um, they do a dinner and a show that mm -hmm. they were, it was a drive to support the, the station. Um, and um, BBS, yes, in, in this show. And I, I did a bit, I paid for like, uh, you know, what do you call, uh, to, to, if, you, if you gave the money to the station, one of the things that you would get would be a dinner and ah, a show. Okay, so you did an auction, okay. yes. It was an auction. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thanks. And I did it in like 2012 or yeah, 2012. And only this year I was able to do the dinner and the show. So I waited all those years and not that I waited because it was a, a scheduling issue. So I had to be in New York yeah. to be able to do this. So that was probably one of the most unforgettable days I've ever had. But anyhow, there's there's too much to the story. You know, I don't want to be able to take so much time. But um, I don't know if it was some of the things that she said, but it is about her whole character. She's intellectually incredible person, but very down to earth. Very, um, she has a lot of empathy. Yeah. But she uses the empathy combined to her intellect to be able to be effective. I love so that. So I don't know, whatever, the whole thing was spectacular, you know. I, it's a treasured memory I'm for blessed. you. I love that. And I, I like that it wasn't an instant gratification gift of an auction. Yeah, you actually years, had to yeah. wait. And, and it was funny because it was right before the pandemic. It was in February of this year. Wow. So, um, and, and you were in New York. Home, so I'm going to be for, to New York. It's only for two nights or three nights. That's all I was in New York. And the, her assistant said, oh, she's free. Can you come? I'm <laughs> like, yes. I'm on a plane from Paris right now. <laughs> it's all these years waiting for this. And I told her, I said, Amy, and normally they do this as a group with other people who also did the auction. And nobody was in town. It was only me. Oh my gosh. I didn't have any out to myself. I was so excited. It was right before my birthday. She even had a little cake come out with a candle for me. Oh my gosh. Are you a February birthday or March? February. Okay. I'm a March birthday. And you're Pisces then. I'm a Pisces. So am I. Ah! I love that. We're going to have to celebrate our birthday if I get there in time. <laughs> okay, so you have a, you are known for your trademark, which is your long, gorgeous gray hair. 
How long did it take and how did you work your way through that from growing from the, you know, the, the grays that I, I'm going to be honest, I cover up, I color my hair every four weeks. I do, but I am covered with a silver lining. So you are gorgeous, beautiful, radiant with your gray hair. And that is a trademark for you. It is, but you know, it's funny because I color my hair for years too. So I, I color every three weeks and grow, I had to put it again. And while when I while my divorce is going on, one day I had just like a revelation that came to me. And it said, you're gonna stop coloring your hair. You're gonna stop it because you wanna know what's under there. You wanna know the truth about it. And I'm like, wow, all right, game on, I'm gonna do it. So I went to a hair salon and they did like a little bit of highlights just at the ends. Uh -huh. And my hair was about this long. Yes, yes. And uh, so then I kind of just went, you know, without doing anything, letting the hair grow. And uh, when it, I start cutting it shorter and shorter, because it looked kind of stupid to have that, you know, gray here and dark and, and you know. Yeah, the, the stages that we don't want to go through, but you're, ex I love that you're explaining this. Well, let me tell you something that I see some people, they wait until the bitter end. I wasn't going to do that. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? My whole model, you know, go big or stay home. <laughs> so I'm like, let's cut this off. As soon as there was enough hair, like around about this much, I went and chopped it all off. So it was short. And I was surprised that I actually liked the way I looked with short hair. I, I, I never thought I could have hair that short. It actually looked really good. And so I never looked back after that. Never. And I, there's no, not even a way I would think to color my hair. I've had people they like jobs they come up and say well you know they're asking if you want to color your hair it's just a temporary color anyway which is you know that, that's not <laughs> once you put the color it's done and i said no nope, it's a deal breaker so, so i uh, love that you stood your ground on that yeah no in fact first when i was contacted my agent was contacted by Tahans, they asked if i was willing to color my hair and i said no I said, that's a deal breaker. And they came back anyway, and, and uh, that's, yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad I asked you that question. I love that. Yeah. It's a deal breaker. So they know, wanted you to be the face colors. of Claren, and you're like, I'm not coloring my hair. Take me as I am. I love that you ruffle feathers. I love that no, you stand not, your ground. It, it is what it is, and uh, I've had so funny. I, one time I was in Texas, and there was I was at uh, Costco, and I was there shopping for some wine or something. And a woman across the aisle, like, start saying, "Don't ever color your hair. It's great. Don't ever color it." I'm like, "It's okay. I'm not gonna." <laughs> She was like screaming at me to make sure I wouldn't color my hair. She was that enthusiastic about it. So I love I that. So sweet. But it's funny because I've had people comment on it, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, very unlikely people. And the funny part, the best part, is French women. French women are very stingy <laughs> with compliments to other women. I want you to know this. Okay. <laughs> You should see Emily in Paris. It's all true. I love Emily in Paris. It needs to it's come on true. for a second season. You know, all the friends.
It's true, but okay, please, everyone listening to me in Paris, you've got to bring Emily in Paris back on. I have now watched that show seven times. I cannot get enough of Emily in Paris, and I love her boss. But in, yeah, I love it. But anyway, even French women have given compliments on the street, so that's big here. If a woman says something, I was like, wow, she actually noticed it's something to me. I love that. Oh my God, but you're an icon. So you are just, you, you are radiant, an icon, a gorgeous, you are just everything, enlightenment within yourself. And that is a powerful movement to move forward, especially in today's world. Yeah, yeah. Especially. So, um, let's see. You're you're known for the gray hair. I love that you are like, no, I'm not changing it. I love that you walked into the office and you're like, I want to be that model. I love that you don't take no for an answer. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying yes to everything. Yes. Get, you know, and to, but the one thing that you should know that all the women out there, especially the young ones, learn how to say no. Mm -hmm. No is a very powerful word that mostly we were taught not to say it because it's embarrassing. But saying the word no is a very powerful word. So I yeah. say sometimes get in front of the mirror and practice if you must. Just say no. Yeah. It doesn't have to be no because it can be simple no. no. But to life, we should say yes. Exactly. To opportunities, to all the great things that can happen. That, yes. Exactly. I love that. I love it. You are such an intriguing, amazing, fabulous being. And everything about you is incredible. And I just love yes. that you came on to the show today, that you've shared your life, that you've shared your journey, you. that you've shared your passion. And the fact that you're still going, you're still moving, you're still building and expanding those bridges for everyone that is going to come behind you. And everyone that is in front of you, you are still teaching them lessons. And that is the greatest gift of all. No, thank you. I mean, I'm just being myself, trying to just, you know. But that's what makes you you. Thank you. And you doing the same wonderful work. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. With our last couple of seconds left, what would you love to leave our audience with? One, everyone, you need to follow her. So it is Claudia Marie. Uh, what is the last part of your Instagram? I'm so it sorry. is Claudia Maria Model. Model, yes. Follow her on her Instagram. All Everything will be here in the interview. It will stay on my Instagram page. I will connect you back to her. Um, and if, how would you take a five-year-old coming up to you today and saying, I love you, you're fabulous, I want to be you one day. And then how would you take the 60-year-old asking you the same thing? Leave us I mean, with I two I impressions. As, as the person to, to you know, I, uh, I, I think that uh, a five-year-old, I would say, to embrace life and to have 
hope for an amazing future because they're going to be living in a whole different time zone than we are. Mm -hmm. So there's so much expectations, right? Right. But in an older person has to be able to feel that, uh, you know, they are very much um, a source of energy for the younger generations. So if you are in your 80s, or whatever age you are, you are also the light for those who are behind you yes. that are coming forward. So I think we need to link that connection yeah. to be able to, you know, yeah. have more power for us. So do you ever think you're going to write your life story? Because it's a very you know, intriguing I life story. Because I, I have to protect the innocent and the guilty, so... <laughs> Spicy, so spicy is good. Yeah, a little too spicy. Not not in the fun way, but <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Spicy is the spice of life. So That's yeah. Right. That's right. And yeah, yeah. No, it's a little complicated, you know. Well but who knows? I love that. So um with all of that being said. I, I'm just, I, I will once again say you are fabulous. You are amazing. Likewise. You are Thank a gorgeous you. light and spirit. Thank you for sharing your dreams, your passions, your moving forward, where you want to go in life. And I cannot wait to hear where you're going to be moving to next. And I love that you want to bring the light of the love to the women in the world that are not as fortunate as yeah, we no, are, we got to do something to pump them up. We got to do something, and do something. I would be honored to, we need to bond together. And boys too, because you guys need to also be a source of support, for of us. support and light and love. Well, yeah, okay, our brothers and sisters, we're gonna pull together. We're gonna pull together. You let me know whatever you need from me, and I will be there. All right. Well, you, I thank you so much for wanting to do this. I appreciate it. It's so amazing. I love it. Tell your boys, watch the show because you are fabulous. The next time they're in an airport, next time I'm in an airport and I'm hopefully coming to Paris, I'm going to see your thing and I'm going to put it all over my story. <laughs> there she is. Oh my gosh. Keep All shining. Right. Keep being beautiful. Keep doing your cooking show. And just keep inspiring the world because right. we love you. Love you too. Take care. Have a Thank fabulous you. day. And you enjoy. All right. Thank you so Bye. much. Goodbye, Paris. Bye. 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 California. <laughs> Southern California. Bye. Southern California. Bye-bye.